0: Hello and welcome to Calling All Detectives from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Calling All Detectives! When a finny monster rose from the depths of a lake, it was good for business, and even better for murder. That is the situation on this page from my casebook. The Casebook of Jerry Browning, Private Detective. In my ten years as a private detective, I, Jerry Browning, have heard many a fishy story. Hard-muscled Tom Maddock sent our small rowboat gliding over the placid waters of Lake Felicity. Is this the spot, Tom? The boatman nodded. Right here. It's where the thing was first seen. Scientific folks say there's an old volcanic crater under here. Water's too deep here, bottom never has been sounded. I gazed over the edge of the boat, looked down into one plumbed depth. Tom, you don't really believe in the thing, do you? Tom fixed his gaze over my head. No, but I've fished these waters many a year in good weather and bad. And I'll tell you this, Mr. Browning... After a hard storm, I've seen some mighty peculiar things washed up. Fish that live so deep, they just bust right open when they come to the surface. Sure, Tom. Fish. That one thing. And 40-foot-long monsters are quite another thing. Tom nodded. Then, as though reciting a lesson, Folks had seen it say this monster is 45 feet long. His neck is 8 feet out of the water. Tail like a snake. Head like one of them dinny sour pictures. He's got fins on his tail and hair like a horse's mane, almost down his neck. His mouth is a foot and a half long. And he's got a double set of teeth, longer than a man's finger. That's a pretty detailed description, Tom, considering that you've never seen the thing. Tom looked at me soberly. Mr. Browning, what I did see was the marks on Perry Longman's body when they pulled it out of the lake. And them marks could only have been made by the kind of teeth I just described. If you're fixing to catch the thing, you took on a big job. On Lake Felicity, a 45-foot-long monster was supposed to have pulled a man from a rowboat and killed him. Main Street, the only street in the little town named for Lake Felicity, was about a quarter of a mile long. And at 9 o'clock at night, it was almost as jammed as New York's Times Square on New Year's Eve. Whatever else the monster had done, it certainly brought feverish prosperity to the town of Lake Felicity. I walked into a store. That was Lake Felicity's information bureau. Hastily opened by the town council as a central clearinghouse for people in search of a place to sleep. Take a number, folks. Please take a number and get waited on in turn. If you're Mr. Wilson, I'd like to talk to you in private, please. Impossible. Take a number. Look, I'm Jerry Browning, the private detective hired by Perry Longman's family. And I want to talk to you in private right now. Oh, Uh, excuse me. Uh, This way, please. Wilson led the way out through the back door and into a sort of backyard. I'm sorry, Mr. Browning, but you saw what it's like in there. A madhouse. Yeah, I saw. Mr. Wilson, I understand you were one of the first people who actually saw the Felicity Monster. Uh, Yes, yes, that's right. I guess I was one of the first to see the thing. And then there was a... Never mind the others, Mr. Wilson. Just tell me about yourself. You actually saw the monster? Yes, uh, that's right. I was uh, out for lobster a few nights after the thing was first seen, and I uh, saw it uh, about half a mile away. How could you see it in the dark? Why, uh, it had a phosphorescent glow. A terrible sight. Never mind the description. I've heard it before. Mr. Wilson, will you get up in court and testify that you saw the monster? I... uh... Yes, if I have to. At the Felicity National Bank, Mr. Graylord, its president, was still at his desk, even though it was almost ten o'clock at night. See the monster? Of course I saw it, Mr. Browning, of course you did. <clears throat> Now, if you'll excuse me, very busy. Have a hundred loan applications here from local businessman. Just a second, Mr. Graylord, I'm not finished. Graylord fixed me with cold eyes. I have nothing further to say to you. Okay. But just remember this Perry Longman went out on the lake in a rowboat, and he was murdered. And you, William Graylord, president of the First National Bank, trustee of the school board, you are going to stand up in court and say that Perry Longman was murdered by a monster that lives at the bottom of Lake Felicity. Graylord dropped his gaze. Mr. Browning, uh, uh, you put me in a dreadful position. There'll be reporters and cameramen from every news service in the country. I'll make sure of that. Now, once more, Mr. Graylard, did you or did you not actually see the Lake Felicity Monster? I... uh, No, I didn't. I pushed my way out into the mobs on Main Street, and for the next few hours I was real busy. I talked with the mayor, every member of the town council, leading merchants, the town judge. Mr. Browning, you're going to ruin Lake Felicity? No, judge. I'm going to catch a murderer. Later that night, I talked long distance with the family of the murdered man. Yes, Mr. Longman, I've just about exploded the monster story. It was a town promotion. Some imaginative youngsters started it, and a lot of smart businessmen saw its possibilities. Somebody else, even smarter, saw him had a chance to stage a murder under such circumstances that nobody would be able to accuse him of it without making liars of themselves. What? Oh, no, sir, but I've got a pretty good idea. Now, just tell me one thing. How much money did your son have with him when he started on this vacation at Lake Felicity? Five hundred? Huh. You've just given me five hundred reasons for his murder. Yes, sir, you'll hear from me very soon. Early the next morning, I was out on Lake Felicity again. Looks like a storm might be brewing, Mr. Brownie. If it does, we might get to see the thing. Tom, you really believe in the monster, don't you? Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. <laughs> Tom, I'll tell you a secret. The monster's a phony. It never existed, except in a kid's mind and as good town promotion... What's more, everybody who said he saw it is now ready to get up in court and admit it was nothing more than a stunt. Tom pulled at the oars for a while. Then, You look awful silly saying that, Mr. Burning. I smiled. It certainly will. But that's better than committing perjury in open court. Tom, Perry Longman rented one of your cabins. He went fishing with you. And you and he were seen drinking together more than once. $500 is a lot of money, Tom. And remember, there is no Felicity Monster. I was watching him closely, so that when he suddenly stood up... (coughs) Tom, you won't jump out of the boat! You're coming back with me! And you'll stand trial and you'll go to the chair for the murdering monster you are! That was all for Tom Maddock, who'd killed a man for his $500. And all for the finny monster of Lake Felicity. That was a trial. And one by one, the leading businessmen of Lake Felicity stood up in court, admitted their fiction, and moved Tom Mannock one step closer to the punishment he deserved. Like I said, I've heard a lot of fishy stories in my time, but none that anybody was willing to swear to.